0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Zero Dark Nerdy, the world's most notorious pop culture podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network as well as betonline.ag for all your sports betting needs. And if you are in or around the Greensboro area, Be sure to check out the number one destination for your movie-going experience. That is Red Cinemas. And you can check out their website for movie times, redcinemas.com. This is your boy, Brian, a.k.a.
2: El Nino. And today I'm joined with... Tim Howell, Howell, a.k.a. the not-so-macho-man.
1: As well as... Ryan
2: Saber,
0: Captain Cleveland, Browns. Training camp starts in two weeks, less than two weeks. Cavs guardians
1: c l e till i die all right party goers today we are going to be reviewing and of course there will be spoilers ahead as normal thor love and thunder the fourth uh, thor movie to come out the second one done by taika the latest in the mcu franchise tim it's so good to have you back on the show brother so we'll go ahead and let you uh kick this thing off and we'll just you know go from there
2: all right well it's good to be back um I'm going to go ahead and apologize. Uh, I think Taika can do no wrong. And uh, I absolutely love this movie. Um, He's so good at putting so much heart in the middle of like absolute silliness. And that kind of sums up this movie to me. It is so silly. One of, if not the best villains, Um, my buddy and I were talking about this. I said he, Gore the God Butcher has to be at least the best single movie villain. I mean, I'd put him in the argument for best villain. Like I said, so much heart on top of the on top yeah, of the fucking so. roll right here. <laughs> I told you. I apologize now because
1: Hey, it's your opinion, man. No apologies here.
2: We're we're all here to talk about the movie, you know, what
1: we love and hate about it. So you obviously liked it. Is there are there any <laughs> parts that you know you were just kind clearly- of clearly <laughs> yeah, that maybe you didn't enjoy as much.
2: <laughs> well, so so one complaint I've seen a lot, and this one I kind of side with, is it was so short. There was, you know, a lot going on with Jane Foster, a lot going on with Gore, where we, we introduce a new character, uh, a new villain, and it just didn't seem like we fleshed. I mean, there was a lot to it, um, but it could have been fleshed out even more. I think all of those aspects um, one thing. So, kind of thinking about it. Well, I forget what it's called now—the negative realm, or you know, where Gore kind of had his base. I didn't love the size of that planet. <laughs> I did love the damn goats running directly that, into it, though. <laughs> that was funny. But then when it's like planet and Thor's like, dude, 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 yeah. like, what, are, what are we doing? How's he hiding on this planet? You can see the other side of it. <laughs>
1: Drew, I think it was the, the negative realm. I think that's what it was, right? Is that I,
2: what it is? I, I think so. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Saba, what's, uh, <laughs> what's your take on this bad boy? Our partners at BetOnline.ag continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including NBA Summer League, Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Believe. That is B L E A V to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet online where the game starts.
0: It could have. It was way too long. Uh, it could have been way shorter. Um, look, I, I am a self-proclaimed Everybody that listens to this podcast From the beginning I mean the very first episode we ever did Or maybe the second episode we ever did Was Infinity War So from that point on I consistently Overrate Marvel movies This movie was Fucking terrible It was I quit I'm out Horrible <laughs> It was a fucking joke like I get it it's silly and all that but like it was a fucking joke dude that opening fight scene where he was like Thor was doing roundhouse kicks and shit like it was I the, I looked at Courtney 15 minutes in and I go what the fuck is this now it's a 2 hour movie an hour and 57 minutes mm-hmm. As bad as the first hour is The second hour is actually Pretty fucking good But the first hour is so Bad that it pulls it From the meme So it's it's still in the negative for me uh, what, do, what didn't I like about it Look I, I like the Thor character I, I like um, I like Korg You know Taika as the Korg character was funny The goats were funny uh, Stormbreaker being jealous Of Mjolnir is funny Uh, there's funny components to it there. Look, it actually even tugs on the heartstrings a little bit. The, you know, the Jane Foster shit. I've always loved you that, you know, I love, love. I'm a, I'm a lover boy. So that kind of tugged on me a little bit. Um, Thor getting the adopted daughter and giving uh, Gore, the God butcher um, redemption, a redemption story within, uh, you know, within, within itself was, was good, but Dude, this movie was fucking bad. Like it is the in my opinion because Thor 2 was so much was so dog shit. Like nothing can be worse than that, but the original Thor was better than this. And uh obviously Ragnarok was, you know, was great. I thought Taika had a hit with Ragnarok. He did really well with sort of taking the Thor character and making him more likable, adding um you know, the the comedic element to it, mm-hmm. but they took it. He took it so much further with this one that it was like shaky. It was a fucking joke. It did not feel like a superhero movie. And I'm gonna be honest with you. They are going to do a Thor five uh, based on, you know, some of the things that we've seen with the end credit, mid credit and end credit scenes. Mm-hmm. I would really encourage Kevin Feige and the folks over at Marvel to find, to find a new voice to lead the, the Thor franchise. Not to say the Taika isn't. I, I like him; he's good. But this was bad. And uh, like I said, it's it's three. It's it, it ranks three out of four for me with the Thor movies. And if you lay out the MCU, which is now twenty nine movies, mm-hmm. so you got a bottom ten, a middle ten, and a top ten. It's in the bottom ten of all MCU movies for me. I mean, it's down there with Iron Man three fucking Avengers Age of Ultron Thor 2 uh, some people don't like Captain America 1 I actually do like it but it's down there with those dog shit movies there's no <laughs> doubt about it man oh man so I still liked it better than the Joker though
1: Yeah. well I mean that, that's not to be <laughs> unsaid we, we know how much you, the hatred you have for the Joker I gotta say for me is this one of the best MCU movies like in the top 10 no i i I enjoyed it for a few reasons and i'll go ahead and start i am really glad and and ryan you and i talked about this briefly to have a a break from the multiverse at this point yes i'm I'm really glad. really glad that you know they just took a time out and and i think you know i'm not going to say taika can do no wrong is this one of his better films no but even his horrible films i still think are pretty good compared to other movies So with that, with that being said, the worst Scorsese movie is still better than fucking, (laughs) I mean, is that what we're doing here? No, no, no. But I mean, I'm just saying, Though, I mean, I would probably rank this in the low twenties for me out of, you know, we're have, we'll have 30 this year with uh, you mean high twenties? No, low, low Low twenties. So like 28, (laughs) like 25, maybe
0: that's what I, okay. So it's in the bottom (laughs) third for
1: you too. It's in the bottom (laughs) third, but, but, I will say thank god for Tim. I will say this was this was an enjoyable watch. You know, it's one of those if you are not cuz I think right now we've we've discussed this before, if you have not been in the MCU since the start, it can be incredibly intimidating to jump in at any given point. This is a film that fans that you know, didn't watch, let's say even if they didn't watch 15 out of the 29 now, if you're at least relatively caught up, you could jump into this movie. You could tell he was really going for a wide range of, of of an audience, not just the diehards, you know, really more the kids, the kid factor. Like I love when Thor was able to give his power to the kids from uh, from New Asgard. I thought that that scene was pretty cool. This the, the cast actually has her own children in the movie. Mm-hmm. Gore's daughter is Christian Bale's daughter in real life. So you could tell... He no, it's Chris going, Hemsworth's daughter. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, Chris Hemsworth's daughter. Sorry about that. But Christian Bale also has his kid in there, and so does uh, Natalie Portman, too. So, um, yeah, thank you for, for the correction on that. So you An could old tell, girl from Fast and the Furious. Yeah, yeah. So you could tell Tyka was going in a little bit of a different direction, and obviously he got the okay from Kevin Feige to do that, because I especially think after Doctor Strange and I know I'm not speaking for every Marvel fan out there. I'm really glad to have a break from the multiverse on this one, where it was just, you didn't have to think you didn't have to go back and like replay every single MCU movie. You could just go into it and kind of enjoy. joy. Now, if this movie were to kick off an MCU franchise, we'd be, we'd all be probably fucked for lack of a better term, <laughs> but this was just a good one to throw in there. Is it as good as Ragnarok? Hell no. Ragnarok is in my top five, you know? So, I mean, that would that was always going to be a tough act to follow as far as some highlights for me. I really love how they brought back the theater company with Matt Damon, um, his yes. brother, uh, Melissa McCarthy, I think it is. Yeah, she Ella. played hella. Yeah. Oh, so good. And then, you know, they bring him back in like, well, they didn't say that we could not do a play on <laughs> <Yeah. of> this. <laughs> so, yeah, there were some really, really funny moments. You, you mentioned Stormbreaker, the, the jealousy of him, him just creeping up. Anytime Chris Hemsworth would talk about um, Mjolnir. <laughs> um, but uh, the GOATs, hysterical as well. And uh, I well, one thing that I really wish they would have nailed is when Na- uh, Mighty Thor kept coming up with a line. I was really surprised that Hammer Time wasn't thrown yeah, in there. that's what I was thinking. <laughs> it's like, you have to at least. I was, I was waiting for it. I was like, come on, please throw as cheesy as it may sound. Please throw in Hammer Time in there. But uh, yeah, yeah, there was some uh, tugging on the heartstrings. I really liked the way it began with how we see Gore become the God Butcher. The, you could just tell it was going to be a different movie from that, and especially.
0: But when you know, it was actually a superhero for the for the brief <laughs> forty five seconds in the first hour, that it was actually a superhero movie,
1: right? And uh, you know, and even just the intro, the intro music was completely different than other Marvel films, so you could tell from there it was going to give you a different vibe. But uh, you know that that's that's my take on it. Uh, you know, as far as. Should we go ahead and go to mid-credit, post-credit scene? Should we go ahead and do I want to say one more thing. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I thought that so, so at the end of Avengers Ed Game, I think we were all excited about the... Um, As Guardians
1: of the Galaxy.
0: Yeah, you know, just the potential of the whole As Guardians of the Galaxy, like potentially Thor would have been in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Mm-hmm. And obviously now that's we know that's not happening because... Yeah. Thor gave um, Star Lord his ship and his crew, so um, <laughs> you're giving me my own ship. <laughs> so, right, so they're gone now. So, I, you know, and and I thought the potential of that, even yeah. in a brief ten or fifteen minute of ten or fifteen minutes of screen time, was I thought it was wasted. Um, I, I just, I on that. I, I I just I thought they could have done more with that, and it could have been it could have been more. Um, and I thought it was wasted, and that was a little bit of a disappointment to me as well. Yeah.
1: Own the I, Contractor on Blu-ray today, starring Chris Pine. Pine plays a discharged elite special forces sergeant desperate to provide for his family. When he takes on a private military forces contract, he uncovers a deep conspiracy sending him on the run for his life. Buy the Contractor and watch it today. Rated R from Paramount
2: Pictures. Oh. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that's out of the question. I think you can... Th- there's no direct like, oh, all this stuff happened with Thanos, and then mm-hmm. days later Thor hands over the ship to Star-Lord. <laughs> they were obviously having adventures in that time. I think you go back, Guardians of the Galaxy happens there, because Star-Lord admits that Gamora's gone. So maybe Guardians 3 explains like, yeah, he came to terms with she's definitely officially gone. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I feel personally attacked, so I've got a rebuttal uh Saba. Do it. But uh the the that opening fight scene was ridiculous. The Van Dam on the motorcycles. <laughs> but Korg is retelling this story to children. True. So yeah. to me that whole fight scene was like, yeah, Korg is embellishing. This is over the top. It's ridiculous, but that's Korg telling the story. That's a good point. That's a good point right there. It's
0: a, it's a, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a decent point. (laughs) All right. It's a point. How about that? I I still think that they just went way too, I think even way too over the top, man. And look, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I love you, man. Like you're allowed to like this movie, right? Like, that, that doesn't, it doesn't change our relationship. You're still right, my guy. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I don't think any less of you. And and frankly, I don't, I've seen a lot of people on social media that really liked it. I've seen a lot of people that, that, that didn't like it. Yeah. I like a lot of the DC movies, you know, and people fucking hate those. Like, it's all about taste, what you like, what appeals to you. For me, it was a meh. It meh, you know, I would give it probably, you know, Two coins, okay. um, okay. and that's a low rating for me, but just because you give it four or four and a half or whatever you give it, different strokes for different folks, baby. Oh, yeah,
2: I'm just uh, no, what, what I were you rated at, Tim. That's what I'm trying to. So, I've been trying to separate like recency bias, mm-hmm. and I've mm-hmm. been, I, I want to go back and watch Ragnarok because right now I'm mm-hmm. putting it at least equal to Ragnarok. Oh wow. Okay. And I think part of it for me is is that what you were saying? Like coming off the multiverse, I was like, this is such a cluster. (laughs) Like there's so much happening. There's so you know, it's all this meta crap. And yeah, so yeah, I'd say as far as like ranking, put it in the top 10 and uh I'm gonna
1: go four four coins. Okay, okay. okay. A, can I do four and a quarter? <laughs> I don't have I don't have the quarter sound effect, so you get four. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm gonna go with three. Uh, again, it, it, enjoyable to watch. Now, rewatchability factor. If it's on TV, I'll watch it. You know, am I gonna go out and get it on Blu-ray or or you know digital copy of it? No, I'm not gonna you know run out and get it. Uh, but if it's on TV. I'll watch it. You know what I mean? Again, it's in that twenty to twenty-five range of the twenty-nine movies out right now. And I think, honestly, like I said, just like Tim said, the most the the main reason I think I really enjoyed it because I know it was fun. It was really more aimed at kids and like the the younger generation than it was a lot of us diehard fans. And I, I was really glad to just get a break and a timeout from the multiverse. I, I really was. Doctor Strange, which Saba and I will cover when we do the uh uh, kind of recap, you know. We never had a chance to really cover that one. It really just drained me, uh, to be quite honest with you. But that's for that's for another episode. So, is you this
0: know, the, the hold on? Is this the sixth movie of Phase Four? Question. How many movies did we get last year? We got Eternals. We got Black Widow. We got Spider Man. Spider Man. And Dr. we got Shang Chi. The-
1: so this. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so this, this is 26. the sixth. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Tim.
2: Rank the Phase Four movies for me, worst worst to best. (laughs) Um, so I haven't actually finished Eternals, so that's got to go last. Which is pretty. Which is a pretty common. Can't get through it.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, Black Widow. I I actually liked it, but I got to go Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, the Thor's going at the top, so it's. Uh, Spider-Man or Shang-Chi are 2 and 3. Okay. Okay. Brian, how
1: do you feel? That's an excellent question. I'm glad you did that. I'm probably going to go Black Widow 6, Shang-Chi 5, Doctor Strange 3, and then um, yeah, I guess Thor 2 and then Spider-Man (sighs) 1.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to say that I liked Black Widow. Um, So
2: Eternals is the worst, oh, it's, but it, it's not about Eternals. It's close. I was gonna say Brian just left it off the list. Like Eternals, yeah. Eternals, <laughs> yeah.
0: Eternals yeah. and Thor are down at the bottom with me. It's okay. six and five, and then I think there's a little bit of a of a of a gap there, and it goes Black Widow, um, and then then well, let me let me do this. Black Widow, Thor, and Eternals are down here, and then there's a gap, and then it goes Shang Chi. Okay. It goes. Doctor Strange I actually really like Doctor Strange and then Spider I fucking dude I almost started crying when the Peter Parker started coming through the portal. Yeah. Not and I I told this story when we did the recap not because it was like like emotional for me but it was emotional for me personally cuz I turned and looked at Courtney and I said I don't think you understand like What's happening on the fucking screen right now? Like, you may never see something like this again. So that, to me, it was just such a, you know, such a benchmark. But, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, I, I think it's fine that, you know, I've got Thor at the bottom. You guys have Thor at the top. But I think we can all say, in general, a year and a half in with another, what, year and a half to go, phase four, it's been very underwhelming. Very underwhelming and Marvel needs to fucking be careful here. Because I was talking about this with Brian when he was at my house on Friday night, black Panthers next. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of uncertainty around black Panther. Obviously you lose Chadwick. And then there was a lot of issues on, on, on set with uh, different members of the cast. And there was rewrites taking place while they were filming the movie. Like, Thor is not getting, you know, while some people like it and some people don't, I think the wide critical acclaim is negative. Right. So you start to get negative critical acclaim here. And then a bounce back, a potential bounce back movie like Black Panther 2 misses the mark. Yeah. And then we're sitting here and we're like, all right, you know, is is are we, is there too much saturation and those kinds of things. So.
2: Right. Yeah, I, I think... As far as phase four, I think, Shang- I think Shang-Chi was a surprise kind of hit. Yeah. And then Spider-Man, I think, met somewhat exceeded expectations. And then coming right off that, Doctor Strange was like, what the heck is this? To a lot of people. Yeah. I, like, I liked it. I did. But it is re-watching it a second time. I was like, there's so much happening. There's I so, haven't watched it a like, second time. It's... It's just a, kind of a lot. Yes. Yeah, since and then, it's been on yeah. Disney, I haven't watched it. I, I mean, I will, but yeah. Um, one thing uh, I want to get back to Thor: mm-hmm. the soundtrack on this was yeah. top notch. I thought I loved all the Guns N' Roses. I mean, it was Guns N' Roses heavy, but yeah. Um, I thought it was you know added to the fun. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of took that that scene from Ragnarok with uh, the immigrant song from Led Zeppelin. And it was like, oh, you like that? Well, here's <laughs> times 10. Yeah. Um, but I'll uh, I'll segue us to the to the mid and post credits.
0: Well, hold on. Hemsworth, yeah. one last thing. Hemsworth is definitely ready for that Hulk Hogan biopic. Dude, <laughs> oh, his God. fucking guns baby <laughs> were I'm just like, dude. Is this guy like creeping into the place in my heart that The Rock lives in? Like, <laughs> I'm watching him on screen, and I'm just like, maybe I love
2: him too. I did. I did want more of this with the vest and the <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that, awesome. That was yeah. a good look. Um. So so if I can jumping into the post and mid Let's credits, how did they? So sp- we've said spoilers, but post credits. Jane Foster's in Valhalla. Could we not get the rights to Knocking on Heaven's Door? Because that <laughs> was like a I real missed opportunity. With the
1: rest of the GNR catalog, there was there was no money left. Was, that,
2: okay, all right, fair enough. Because I, I I heard it on the radio after seeing it, and I was like, oh my god, what a missed chance there! But um, but yeah, I thought I thought that was just kind of a nice little bow on her story. Um, and it was, and it was cool. Back too. I exactly, don't think yeah. I
0: don't think it's a bow. Yeah, I think it's a transition. I think now, you know, with the post mid mid and post where you're, you know, obviously you had and we forgot Russell Crowe is Zeus. I thought it was fucking hilarious oh, so when, when he skipped down the steps and did Elda. the curtsy. <laughs> Like it was awesome. That was really great. But now yeah. we're getting this situation where we're gonna introduce gods to the whole mix, more gods, right? Yeah. You got Zeus, you got Hercules. There potentially could be what's Hercules's brother, Infinity or whatever, whatever, whatever his name is. You know, they can introduce more. So I think what they're doing with Valhalla, that opens the door for sort of this gateway where um you know the our Loki comes back, right? Not this variant that's in uh Loki. Uh, the the TV series, obviously, Heimdall, um, Odin, uh, uh, not Hela because, you know, she's a bad person. But, you know, I, I just think it opens the door in Thor 5 for sort of this gods versus gods clash situation that I think, you know, could be interesting with given, you know, the right director that takes making superhero movies seriously. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I like it. That was it. not
0: an attack on you, Tim. Yeah, I,
1: I'm, good. I'm good. I didn't mind it. That was one <laughs> of the better ones. I I, I talked to Sabe about this, too. I feel like the post-credit scenes have really lacked in this phase of the MCU, for the exception of Eternals, where you see Kit Harrington go for the Dark Blade or the yeah. Dark Sword or whatever it is, and then you hear Mahersala. I mean, that was probably one of the better post-credit scenes, period, in the MCU. But really, the best one so far post-credit that i've seen in this phase of the mcu and this one wasn't bad the rest i mean after spider-man it was super disappointing because all we got was a trailer pretty much for dr yeah. strange at the end of dr strange we got to see bruce campbell it's like dude we get it we, we're here yeah. in every fucking sam raimi movie yeah, well, you got Your to buddies, see dr strange's wife too that's charlie well, that was mid-credit mid okay yeah. yeah yeah so i'm, I'm just talking strictly post-credit scenes now so and then, uh, you know, the one with uh, Black Widow, that really led more to the Hawkeye show on the MCU or on, on Disney Plus, which was a nice I, little touch.
2: I do think that will be important um, moving forward. And that should have been the introduction of um, I can't, Julia Louise Dreyfus character. Yeah, right. But because Valentina, whatever. Yeah. Him, yeah. Whatever. Um, so that would have been a little more pivotal had it come out when it was supposed to, but I, th- I do think that'll be important. Um, I was a little disappointed that there wasn't a more clear indication of like where this phase is going. Right. Um, Agreed. While this was that kind of break from the multiverse, it almost felt completely separated from it, Yeah. which is fine. Yeah. But it almost was like, you need something to bring it, bring it back. But um, yeah, Zoo- I, I don't know that I've ever seen Russell Crowe in mm-hmm. comedy. But he nailed it and then could flip that Russell Crowe switch of like, oh, he's actually really scary. Yeah. Uh, and then to have Roy fucking Kent. Oh, yeah. Brett Goldstein. Her- oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was I he had no great. idea. He looks yeah. great.
1: I mean, he, he looks like what I would imagine a Hercules to look like. So, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm excited for that. That was a great, great mid credit scene.
0: When do we hear the word mutant on stage, you know, are or, or on screen, you know, right. eventually that's going to happen. And, you know, as we know, they introduced Professor X, but he was never referred to as a mutant or anything right. like that. Yeah. Um, you know, so look, there, look, there's plenty to come. There Blade, is. There is. Uh, Blade, the Black Knight. And who else is in that? Ghost Rider and the Daredevil. I think they're the mm-hmm. Dark not Suns or the Dark Knights, Midnight, Mid- Midnight Suns. Midnight Suns. I mean, dude, they can do so much. Like, yeah. What they're doing here with this Phase Four is just kind of laying the groundwork for these branches. Yeah. But w- while within it, they're
2: going to have the whole King and arc. And I think it's important to like look back at Phase One. Like they were loosely connected until the Avengers.
0: They didn't know what they yeah. were doing. Well,
2: like, that's true. <laughs> and I th-
0: wow. right, we, they didn't know they had them at MCU. And, and I think maybe it's our fault. Right? Maybe it's our fault that we had these expectations that sure. like now that they know what they're doing and they're planning while they're doing phase four, they're planning phase five, phase six, et cetera. Yeah. um, That like there was going to be sort of this cohesiveness and, you know, maybe it'll all make sense five years from
2: now. Right. We'll look back
0: and be like, Oh shit. Yeah. You know,
2: I think the, the two movies, I think they're both next year, uh, quantum mania and the marvels. Yeah. I think those are going to be the ones that kind of tie it all together. Um, You know, the TV show, everything going on with like Loki and the variants and then multiverse all of it. I think you're getting
0: next year. You're getting quantum mania. You're getting Kang in in Ant-Man wasp three. Yeah, you're getting Guardians of the Galaxy three. I think you're getting Fantastic Four at the end of next year as well. I think that's a a holiday season release. They haven't kind of officially said it, but, you know, next week or two weeks from now, July 23rd at at San Diego Comic-Con, I think what, you know, next year and the year after, we're probably going to get a Black Panther um, trailer next week or two weeks. It'll it'll all become a lot more clear. Uh, I think they're going to add some clarity to the TV series as well. You know, obviously, yeah. we know of, you know, Armored Wars and, um, uh, you know, the one with Justin Hammer and and Don Cheadle. They also got the one with, oh uh, boy, uh, uh, my IT guy from, um, um, and, and Nick Fury, where they're in space. There's a Marvel TV show of that coming out. Secret like
2: invasion. Secret Invasion. Yeah, yeah, so,
0: I mean, look, all this shit's gonna, they'll find a way. They'll find a way to tie it together. And right now, maybe this this sort of hectic nature of it, this this disjointed sense that we're all
1: getting, maybe it's all by design. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, Feige's led us straight before. And I mean, before, once they finally figured it out that the end game for all those phases was going to be Thanos, it was easier for them to connect the dots. Where, you're right, I think this one... We're waiting to see who the next big bad's going to be. I mean, Feige already said there's not going to be another Avengers. Now there could be a Young Avengers movie. I'm sure there will be, but we're also still waiting for Doctor Doom. I thought, you know, based on the where where did he go to? Gore? Did he go to Eternity? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the outline, I was like, oh my god, we're going to get like this could be Galactus. You know what yeah. I mean? So there's a lot of confusion. It's like, all right, we're getting some villains here and there, but when are we going to start getting the Dr. Dooms? When are we going to get the Galactuses of the world or the universe? Really? Things <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, we'll, we'll see what happens, you know, definitely one, not uh, off to a great start, but uh, we'll,
2: we'll <laughs> see. One, uh, one thing um, you mentioned, you know, bringing in all this, the pantheons of gods and, you know, they had like ridiculous ones, but they mentioned Ra from Egyptian. Mm-hmm. Kind of a subtle tie in to Moon Knight, I thought. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, sure. That you know, it they didn't go any farther than that, but it's like, oh, this is how all these different gods are allowed to exist, and you know,
0: yeah, because has problems are Asgard. In, yeah. Moon Knight has to tie in some way, right? Yep. Like they're not just doing one, these one-offs like they,
1: they're gonna, they're they're all going to feed into the story somehow. Right. So, right. well, that's going to be up to Oscar Isaac because he only signed on. He didn't want to be, you know, signed on for three or four and kind of at the mercy of Disney. So he said, I'll do this, you know, I'll do this one season and then we'll catch up after. So yeah. it's obviously going to be up to him and his schedule to be able to go from there. Obviously right now that I think they just wrapped on Dune too, even though I, I mean, if he's in it, wow. That's a, that's for another episode. I don't want to ruin anything <laughs> for anybody, but uh, you know, th- so there's that too. You know what I mean? It yep. could be oversaturation between the Disney Plus shows as well. I still got to watch Miss Marvel. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for that to wrap. And I'm that two I'm two, binge, two episodes in. It through. There you go. As always, <laughs> be sure to follow us on social media: zero dark nerdy, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, all that fun stuff and uh, as always big thank you to our sponsors out there the believe podcast network be sure to check out their website that is bleav.com betonline.ag for all your sports betting needs and of course the best movie theater here in the triad area red cinemas be sure to check out their website redcinemas.com more episodes coming your way as always check out our website for past episodes trailers news notes and more that is popculturepodcast.com and uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Yes! Yeah! Victory! And anger management? Fuck
0: anger management.